0: Let's listen in because uh, Arkansas's Steve Womack, who voted for Scalise last time, is coming up. And uh, I anticipate he's not going to vote for Jeffries for Jim Jordan again. And uh, then we're close to the end anyway.
1: Whitman, Jordan, Womack, Scalise.
2: Yacom. Jordan. Zinke. Jordan. Jordan.
0: Okay. So, there we go. Uh, He was uh, 20, he lost 20 of his fellow House Republicans, Congressman Jordan, yesterday. And uh, as we did the math, we noted that... uh, He lost an additional three today and picked up one, so we said it was a net loss of two. And indeed, you see on the board there, Scalise got seven, McCarthy got five, others got 10. That's a net loss of 22. The math checks out. It does. Even though that wasn't my strong suit in high school or or college. That's 22 uh, no's, 22 no's. uh, And uh, again, as we anticipated, Congressman Jim Jordan did worse on this ballot and uh, the, uh, the desire for why Jim Jordan called for this vote remains a mystery to me. If he calls for a third ballot, I anticipate he'll probably do even worse on that one. What's gonna happen, David?
2: Well, now he has crossed the threshold unlike yesterday. He now has a deeper hole. He has more nose than Kevin McCarthy ever had in 15 rounds of trying to become and successfully becoming speaker back in January. As you noted, Jake, he's going in the wrong direction. It would be hard to imagine he can hope the psychology of the floor is going to somehow change going forward.
0: Oh, yeah. Here, the first here first are the people who roll. Roll. didn't vote before. We're still hey. waiting for Victoria Spartz, hey.
1: Jeffries.
2: Hey, Sparks. Jordan, one
3: ninety nine
1: to leave Jeffries, to
2: OK,
0: so some good news in the, uh, in the loose change there. Victoria Sparks did flip, but that's still 22 votes against Jim Jordan from House Republicans. By the way, not for nothing, look at, uh, look at uh, King, uh, King Jeffries there on the top there, 212 <laughs> votes. Yeah. Closer King to the speaker, Jeffries. he was closer to the speakership <laughs> than he's ever been, um, <laughs> but uh, still close but no cigar.
2: I would imagine if he were to go to the floor for a third time, he would have more no votes come come here because a part of what we were talking before, not that goodwill built up in the conference, uh, the way quite frankly Kevin McCarthy had yeah. uh, at the beginning, even though it took him 15 rounds. Part of what got him there uh, was that he was largely responsible for getting a lot of those members into their seats over the many years. That's not something uh, that's not a chit Jim Jordan has. And I just want to note something. You mentioned uh, Congressman Jeffries at 212 total unanimity among the Democrats. We were talking about Pelosi before. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that she would have total, you know, we saw her when she became Speaker, she actually lost the last time she became Speaker, 15 Democratic votes, right? Like she was more of a firebrand, even within her own party as people were trying. That is not, Hakeem Jeffries has not uh, been sort of framed successfully in that way by Republicans yet in the minds of the electorate that they think there's any danger in being totally unified uh, behind their leader here. Uh, you know, you were talking about the generation, the torch passing. Uh, that's that's one benefit of the torch passing here, perhaps.
0: Yeah, one house, one former House Republican just texted me. This is as bad for Matt Gates as it is for Jim Jordan. Gates mm-hmm. would have been celebrated by the base. Now even the base will turn on him because of the chaos he has created. Although, mm-hmm. I don't know, well, K- Casey, guys, I mean, some, some in the base, some in the <laughs> base love chaos. Some yeah. in the base love chaos. Dana Bash, I'm going to throw it to you.
1: Uh, to say some in the base love chaos is maybe <laughs> the understatement of the day, and that says a lot, right, Jake? Uh, thank you so much. We actually have a, a former member here, uh, uh, Charlie Dent, and as you watch this, you call—you proudly call yourself a former squishy House Republican, meaning you are
3: rhino bedwetter, squish. Yeah. You know, okay, got it all. Pick,
1: pick your term. <laughs> um, knowing your former colleagues as you do, what does happen now?
2: Well, look, there's, they're, they're clearly very frustrated and angry. I think they're exhausted. They want to move on. So the question is, when does Dave Joyce or some other member make a motion uh, to empower Patrick McHenry? That's the real question. Yeah. And then do Democrats help I- in that effort? But I think they're beyond exhausted. Some of these no votes are very dug in. Steve Womack isn't going to change. Uh, Kay Granger is not going to change. Diaz-Pillart. Drew Ferguson, a chief, the former chief deputy whip. He just flipped. I mean, Vern Buchanan, total team player. He's flipped. So I'm not sure, I don't see a path for Jordan. There's no wisdom to be gained by the second kick of the
3: mule, let alone the third or the fourth.
1: Well, except that we talked yesterday about the fact that it is his brand to keep fighting. We said that questioning whether there would be a second vote. Now there was a second vote, and he did worse. He, he lost net two. So yesterday he lost 20, today he lost 22. Uh, one of the questions that we have been asking is whether, once they gavel this vote, whether David Joyce of Ohio would try to offer a resolution giving Patrick McHenry more powers. Uh, My understanding i am just getting a text is that that is not going to happen right away. And we certainly want to hear from Manu and our other colleagues who uh, walk these halls every day. But my understanding is that it's not going to happen right away. In fact, Manu, let me go to you, because I just want to tell you this text that I'm getting is that, and and you're probably hearing it from members who are coming off the floor right now, that, uh, Manu, you're probably hearing from members who are saying that the Jordan folks are very much lobbying many in the Republican conference to hold off and not vote right now to empower Patrick McHenry. So what is likely going to happen, and you telegraphed this earlier, is that once this vote is gaveled, closed, they're gonna go back and talk again, uh, like they have done after every one of these, and that David Joyce of Ohio is going to try to make the case for why it's time to move on for Jim, move on from Jim Jordan, rather, and talk about giving Patrick McHenry the, the powers to get the basic functions of the United States government done, at least in the short term. What are you hearing?
2: Yeah, I think we can expect Republicans to meet behind closed doors. Uh, in fact, here's uh, Congressman Mike Lawler. I think we can get a chance to, to speak to him. Uh, Mr. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're on right now. We're actually live right now, Mr. Lawler. Um, tell us of what you think the next steps are going to be here. I mean, if Jordan goes to a third ballot, you're still going to vote against him. Is that right? And if And if he continues to go in the wrong direction... What's next?
3: Look, it's clear he doesn't have the votes. Uh, obviously, uh, it's up to him if he wants to put it to a third ballot. I think you'll see uh, more folks uh, dropping off on a third ballot uh, here. Uh, there was a, a net loss of two uh, for uh, four people who previously voted for him flipped, and two that didn't flip back. But uh, I don't I don't see the outcome changing here. Uh, and so the question for uh, Jim and for the conference is. Uh, How do we get back to work? Uh, Because that's the reality uh, that we have to deal with. The American people sent us here to govern. Uh, They sent us here uh, to focus on the issues that matter to them, from spending to the border uh, to the international crises that we're dealing with in Israel and Ukraine. Uh, And we have to get back to work. So uh, if the votes are not there, uh, at the moment for someone to be Speaker. I think it's imperative that we empower Patrick McHenry to serve, uh, at least for the time being, in that Speaker role, uh, so that he can uh, get the House moving again on critical issues, including, obviously, uh, needed uh, additional financial support for Israel.
2: There are two options here. One is that there could be a new Speaker candidate. Two, you can vote on a resolution to empower Patrick McHenry. What do you think needs to happen of those two options?
3: Look, we need to get to work. So I think uh, it is imperative that we pass the resolution empowering Patrick McHenry to serve uh, as the temporary speaker. Uh, And, you know, hopefully we will be able to find consensus in short order on a speaker. Uh, I continue to believe uh, that Kevin McCarthy is the right person to lead this House. Uh, He never should have been removed as Speaker. Uh, And frankly, you know, I reiterate, it's disingenuous of some of my Democratic colleagues to stand up there and say, you know, for democracy and for the institution and we're putting people over politics. 208 Democrats teamed up with eight Republicans to create this chaos. Uh, So they can act like they played no role here, uh, but they did. And so it is, uh, it's unfortunate where we are, uh, but we have to get back to work. And so I think in the immediate, we need to uh, empower Patrick McHenry to serve uh, as a temporary speaker so that we can do the work of the American people.